Hey, friends, and welcome to the Happy Half Hour. Uh, this is a 30-minute Friday edition of the Happy Hour Podcast with Jamie Ivey, and I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so happy you're here. And so on the Happy Half Hour, which sounds kind of funny, but it is happy and it's only a half hour, I bring a guest back that's already been on the show before. You already know them. You already love them. And then I just ask them some more specific questions. And I'm super excited because my guest today is Laura Kelly. Hi, Laura. Hi. (laughs) I'm happy to have you back on the Happy Half Hour. Yeah, I'm so excited to be back for sure. Well, this is a lot of fun because I'm just going to ask you some specific questions. But before we get to that, I want to tell you, Laura, and everyone that's listening about our sponsor for today, and that is Mercy Candle. Laura, are you a candle person? I am not, but my husband, oddly enough, loves a scented candle. Really? (laughs) Yes. Isn't that funny? That is so funny. Okay, so he would like this, actually, because I have a couple of candles from them, and I have one lit right now. Uh, But the one I was going to light was like tobacco and bourbon flavored or something. And I thought, I think I'll give that to Aaron because I don't know that I want to sit and work smelling that. (laughs) Um, but it smelled gorgeous in the bottle, but these are, okay, this is a company called Mercy Candle Company and they're, all their candles are handmade in their studio. They use a custom blend of wax that's made from U.S. grown soybeans. Um, it's like, so it doesn't give all the bad stuff in the air, the toxins, none of that comes out. And this is a cool thing I like about it is 50 cents from every candle is donated to fight human trafficking with organizations like A21 and IJM, which I'm a fan of both of those. Are you familiar with those? A21 yes, that's, yeah, that's awesome. Love, love, love. And the candles are packaged really well. And so perfect for teacher gifts because that's happening towards the end of the year. Here we are. Right. And through the end of the year, Kimberly over at Mercy Candle is going to give all the Happy Hour listeners 20% off with the code Happy Hour. So oh, it's great. super cool. I'm let, let me see what mine is called right now. Gather is the brand, is the scent. Well, that's the name. And it is crisp autumn apples with a hint of maple and bourbon. Doesn't that sound fabulous? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I like it because um, this morning you're in Tennessee and I'm in Texas. And so you have fall right now, don't you? We do. Yeah, we're in fall. So we have fall from like four in the morning till like 10. And then we go back to summer. (laughs) So (laughs) I like this candle because it feels like fall. Like literally the other day I said to Aaron, let's light a fire. He's like, Jamie, it's going to be like 85 today. I'm like, I know, but right now it's 60. And so can we light a fire? So that's our life. But you have fall in Tennessee. And that's what I miss about Tennessee. Oh, so wonderful. Okay, Laura, last time you were on the happy hour, if you guys did not listen to it, it is episode number 16, which can we just say that that's forever ago? It really is. It, <laughs> it, it was been a September while ago. of 2014 that you and I chatted. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like if I were to ask you everything that's happened in your world between now and September, September of 2014, you would have a long list. Yeah, I, I would have probably a pretty good lengthy list. Okay, give me the top three things of things that have happened in your world since we chatted last. Top three. Um... One would be we are foster parents. We actually became foster parents that October of 2014. Okay. So we are foster parents and we have um, a foster daughter that, that is with us and she's been with us um, the entire time. So, oh, that's like, did you plan on, I mean, did, are you doing foster to adopt or just straight we foster? We are not. No, okay. we are just straight foster. And um, yeah, it just so happened that she came um, that January, the very beginning of that January, and she has been with us the whole time. So um, the goal is still reunification. So mm-hmm. we, and we love her parents. Mm-hmm. So we are all still working towards that. I love that. Um, 
You know, okay. I've always like, I don't know that this is going to fit into our life now, but I've said to Aaron numerous times, um, I believe in foster parents and I believe right. that they can make a huge difference in kids' lives and the system and all that kind of stuff. Um, but you know what a lot of people don't talk about is how much we, we really need foster parents who are strictly foster parents. They're, they yes. don't, they're not going to do foster to adopt. And so right. I love that you guys are doing that because you don't see that very often. And so people right. don't think it's an option or they don't think they could do it, right. um, yeah. which I have lots of thoughts on that. Um, but so I love hearing that y'all are doing that. Yeah, we I, it was really uh, we felt really called to that, to um, as Christians and people that love Jesus like that. We're there for the kids, but we're also there for the parents or the guardians right. who are working yeah. to get their kids back. So um, and it's it's we haven't always gotten it right by any means, but. Um, and we kind of had to fight some fear, but we, we really love her parents mm-hmm. and we know them really well. Our kids love them. You know, they've been to our house. We do things outside of their visitation times. Um, and I give all that credit to Jesus, mm-hmm. but, uh, it, we just, it, yeah, it's really important, um, of knowing that it's not just about the kids, but it's also about the parents who are working really hard to get their children back. So that's so true. And I think yeah. a lot of times parents who their kids have been um, uh, removed from their home are given a really bad life. And granted, there are a lot of people who their kids need to be removed from their home, right. obviously, Absolutely. and they don't need to ever parent again. Right. Um, but you know what? There's also parents who had a really hard time in life. Yeah. Um, and they yes, need a little yes. bit of help and then they can go on to be great parents. And so oh, absolutely. good for you absolutely. guys. Okay, yeah. what else in the past two years? Um, we are adopting again. That's mm-hmm. kind of come up recent. Okay. Um, so we are adopting a sweet, sweet, sweet little three-year-old boy from China who has uh, several complex heart defects. Okay. And uh, yeah, so. <laughs> and where are you in that process? When do you expect him to be home? What's, what's that look like? Um, so we're done with all of our part. We kind of went really hard and really fast for about two weeks and got everything done. So all home study paperwork, all dossier paperwork, everything. Um, So now we're waiting on immigration and China and Washington um, just to do their stuff. The goal, if everything goes perfect, um, would be to have him home by the end of the year. So uh, be amazing. Yes, it would. He needs um, several surgeries. So we've got expedite letters from right. our cardiologists because our one of our other little boys has a um, has a heart yeah. defect mm-hmm. as well. So we have expedite letters from pediatricians and cardiologists. And um, so, yeah, we're just really praying really big, outlandish, crazy. That's <laughs> amazing. Prayers for him. Yeah. So. so that'll bring your family to five kids. That will, I mean, with, with your daughter, daughter foster daughter. Six. Yeah, it'll bring us to, oh to six. Oh, my gracious. Did so. you ever imagine, however many years ago, you married your sweet husband, that this would be your life? <laughs> no, uh. never, never. It makes me want to cry uh. um, because it's just, it's way better than I ever could have imagined. And it's such an honor um, to get to parent these kids. So, mm. well. <laughs> And we talked about when you were on our show, uh, two years, on the show two years ago, your mom had recently passed away within, I think, the past, in the year is, or a few years before that. Yes. Um, and I always think about you and that show, and it just made me think right now, I know your mom would be so proud of you, but it makes me, I remember that show and how um, how important your words were to people who were walking through grief. Um, and so just, I wanted to tell you again, thank you for that, and that I know yeah. that, I'm sure that as you walk through these days of new stuff and six kids and life that I'm sure that you constantly think about your mama. And so I just wanted to tell you that I 
remember that that for you as well. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's get into our show today. Okay. But real quick, I want to remind people, this show is coming out, uh, today's November 11th, and actually today's my son's birthday, one of my kids' um, birthdays today. that's fun. I know. And so it's always so sweet. Um, But Christmas is right around the corner. So next week we have our Christmas episode, which is going to be so much fun, where my friend Rachel and I, we talk about different organizations that we think you put your money towards. But I want to remind everybody, do you still do your kindness advent thing? I do. (laughs) I can't wait. I love following you when you do that. And so if people, if you don't understand, I'll put a link in my webpage about linking to all of your things that you do. But we talk about a lot in the the show that you were on before. And and let me just tell you, you, I love following that. I admit I've never done it with you. Right. It's it's not for everybody. (laughs) And I don't think that at all. But I love watching you do it. It makes me so happy. Yeah, it's it's really fun. We really like it as a family. So, oh, do you plan out good. really far ahead? Um, we typically do. So at this point, like I'll probably start planning pretty soon um, and going ahead and kind of because we try to we do something every day. So it's so much. Kind of have to be organized. Yes, and you do. Kind of have to have your ducks in a row. Um, and I mean, they don't always work out, and sometimes you have to change what yeah. you're going to do um, and be flexible. But yeah, typically we will start planning pretty soon what exactly we'll do, and we let the kids like, especially because our kids are older now. Our oldest is nine, and then we've got eight and seven. Um, they love to pick out the activities, so we will really kind of go through all of our options with them, and they'll get to play a major role in choosing what exactly we do okay well it's so much fun and people should follow you on instagram because i'm sure you'll be writing all about it and it's you're, <laughs> you're over at pitter patter art so there we go okay let's do our questions all right okay okay yes. laura what is something that you've read watched or heard lately that you cannot stop recommending to other people you can do just read or watched or heard whatever you want okay so I've, i i did all three so read i just finished shannon martin's falling free oh wasn't and it, it good was, Oh, so good. I used up an entire uh, highlighter on the book and like would literally highlight almost entire pages full of her words. So love, love, love her book. Um, Which she's been on the show before, too. So you guys can go listen to her. Yeah, Yeah, she's fabulous. Mm -hmm. Um, Watch would be, of course, I've done the This Is Us. I've started watching that. Okay. Uh, Okay. So we're recording this. What is I don't even know what today is. Uh, October 26th. And so <laughs> yeah. we're three episodes behind or maybe two. I don't know. So don't give away anything. Okay. I won't but... say anything. I, it's just, I just think it's really different. It's, it's, and I don't watch a ton of television, but I feel like it's not something like I've watched before. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. And mm-hmm. I like also that it talks about adoption because mm-hmm. I feel like that's really different too for a television show. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm on that. But then my other one that is kind of totally weird, but. Have you seen um, The Good Place? No, tell me more. <laughs> okay, it's a comedy. And oh, is this one where has... she goes to heaven? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, yes. she cracks me up. What is her name? Kristen Bell. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay, so her and it's like Ted Danson and then this other guy, um, William Jackson Harper. I actually looked up his name because he is on a television show my kids watch all the time, Electric Company. Okay, no, I don't. It's on PBS, but my kids love it. And he plays this really funny, quirky character. Um, But Kristen Bell, she gets into heaven accidentally. And um, the premise is is just hilarious. Oh, it is so, Jamie, it's, and some of it's kind of irreverent, but it is so, so funny. So it's like a 30 minute comedy. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's all hilarious. But the characters are really sweet and there's a lot of grace and, um, I just love it. Like she, and it's heaven. So she, and she doesn't 
um, she's trying to learn how to be good. So like her okay. first day there, she's like, you know, what the fork? Why, uh-huh. why can't I say fork? Right. Like right. she's, <laughs> it is so, so funny. So, okay. Yeah, well, I'll, I like her. She makes me laugh. So I think that'd be funny. Yes. Um, mm. And then what I've heard about recently was one of my sister-in-laws turned me on to a company called Branded Collective. Okay. They are actually out of Nashville and they make jewelry, but they employ survivors of human trafficking mm. um, and directly from another nonprofit in Nashville called um, oh, In Slavery, Tennessee. Okay. And so they make these really cool, very classic, simple um, jewelry and they, but they, uh, they put a number, like they stamp a number on every piece um, because a lot of uh, human trafficking victims have been branded in oh, some yeah. way. Mm-hmm. It's tattoos, mm-hmm. cuts, burns, whatever. So they put a very specific number on each piece to represent the millions that are still in trafficking. Wow, um, it's super it's, cute. I'm looking at oh, it. It is. Oh, I love it. It's, it's a, such a classic piece because I wear one almost every single day. They go with everything. And all of their pieces are between like 20 and 40-ish dollars. That's great. So there's nothing, you know, so it's a very good price point too, but love, love, love them. Oh, so. for sure. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but I volunteer at the jail every week. And actually, just yesterday, we talked about trafficking. And one of my girls in there had a tattoo on her hand that she'd been branded yes. with. I mean, it is yeah. real life for right. these ladies. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I love so. that stuff yeah. so much. You need to get me one of those. No, they're uh, super cute. They're su- super cute. Okay, Laura, mom to four, five, almost six, <laughs> <laughs> doing all kinds of amazing <laughs> things with your life. How do you recharge? Um, alone time. You and like alone time. I do. And how do you I, find I, that in okay. your, in your space? I like to be alone at our house, mm. um, because that's really rare, but Mondays and Wednesdays are two littlest go to a mother's day out. So that's kind of my time to run errands and things like that. But I also try to carve out some time to be alone in our house, mm. um, because it's just nice but like the silence, yeah. and, um, being able to think and also being able to create like work on my projects, um, and work that I need to get done. Uh, just total, it's just really good for me. Oh, that's, I'm alone a lot in my house because right. all my kids are in school and I work from home. And so I can either go one of two ways with alone time in the house. I can either kind of like look around at all the things that need to be done and then just be frustrated and just close myself in my right, office. Right. Or I can just want to do nothing, which that doesn't happen very often. But I do. I do as well. (laughs) Like I always say Monday morning is my favorite day of the week because the weekends are crazy. um, And then everyone leaves. And it's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. I do like it. Are you still making key fobs and stuff? I am. Yeah. I've got key fobs and stationery and uh, canvases. And (laughs) I saw one of your canvases on Instagram this morning. So cute. Yes. Love it. Love it. Okay. We're in a technology world. We all know this. So what specific app or gadget can you not live without and why? Okay, so I, I'm not real up to date on apps and things, but I did think of a gadget. And I, I guess this is a gadget, but I am terrible at curling my hair. Oh, me and, too. And um, I could never get like the curling iron to work right. Like it would clamp wrong and leave marks or it wouldn't curl right. Um, so I found probably it's been over a year ago. I found this thing. Mine's by Revlon and it is a curling bubble wand. Mm. So it's 
it looks like a curling iron, but there's no clamp. And then it has like these bubbles, like this, these little like ball bubble things. And so it'll have like a bubble and then a space, a bubble, a space, a bubble, a space. And all you do is take your hair and wrap it in those spaces. And that's oh, it. Oh, so it, it kind of like tells you where to put your hair. Even. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not, and, and it gives you more of like the loose curls instead of like the really ringlet, you know, Shirley Temple curls. Mm-hmm. So it it's foolproof. I mean, because I can do it. <laughs> then so it anybody can do it. Yes, oh, absolutely. And so there, it doesn't matter if you wrap it backwards or forwards. You get like the same kind of wavy curl every time, and I <sighs> love it. I recently just bought something kind of like that as well. It's but it's called the Beach Waver, and so okay. mine's gonna be coming from Amazon quite soon, maybe this week. And so I'm like you, I'm having a hard time curling my hair, and so I love it when you find yeah. something that works. Oh, yeah. Does yours, ha- is yours like a clamp or does it, do, do you wrap it? Okay. So mine has this very little clamp at the very bottom and then okay. you put your hair. I haven't done it yet, but my friend Noel and everybody in my supper club just bought one. And so I'm like, you know, I have to get one as well because peer pressure and because I saw yes. what it did to their hair. But you right. put like a little piece of your hair in it and then you push a button. <laughs> it sounds weird. And it does it. It's, it curls it itself interesting i know like i'm a little (laughs) fearful because i've had my daughter with a comb curl in my hair and it's gotten stuck and so i'm a little nervous about things curling in my hair but they say it's amazing i'll let you know yeah i would like to hear about that it should be arriving this weekend so there's that that. doesn't work out for you (laughs) yeah exactly i'll go yours i'll go yours (laughs) Uh, hey laura what's a dream you had for yourself when you were younger that never came true I really wanted to be a uh, figure skater. <laughs> oh, you're not the first person that said this on here. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't want to be just any figure skater. I literally wanted to be Christy Yamaguchi. Of course you did. I mean, who so, didn't? <laughs> That's in our so, age range. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of things didn't work out with that. Like, were you but, even an ice skater? No. Okay. Oh, so no. that was your first, I, that was the first that thing that didn't work out. <laughs> I, I mean, I wanted to be her. So I'm, I'm white Caucasian. Right. <laughs> beautiful Asian no I I had so many things stacked against me never had I skated before um but I would put on this shirt that had like a mini skirt on it Uh uh-huh but it needed pants it absolutely should not have been worn without pants right and I would put that on and then socks and like skate around our on our wood floors or I would put on my tennis shoes and go outside in the shirt that needed pants hilarious Uh, (laughs) And like, you know, do this whole elaborate running. <laughs> that is hilarious. And then like routines. you're yeah, exactly yeah. you're making up your own routines. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, That's hilarious. It wasn't, it wasn't good. <laughs> OK, well, I just looked up Christy and she's writing kids books these days. No way. Yes. And she has a power workout DVD. Oh, I need like both of those. She has cute little um, little girl books. It's called It's a Big World, Little Pig. And it's this pig oh, that's dancing. Yeah. That's See? super cute. They're yeah, ice skating, like actually. <laughs> hey, if this pig can ice skate, then I believe that you could have as well, Laura. <laughs> I, I did. And let me say, this was when I was a kid. Like, I don't want y'all to think I'm like a middle schooler out with no pants. Oh. In my eye, but, um, yeah, this is when I was in Your parents were letting you reach for the stars. It's okay. Yeah, they were. Really. Oh. <laughs> hey, when you think of some of your best friends in the world, what are some characteristics that make them so amazing to you? Um, Honesty, for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. I think it. I need somebody that's just going to tell me outright, hey, you hurt my feelings. Hey, this bothered me. You know, I, I don't, 
I don't like when there's kind of gains involved in friendship. I like just openness and honesty. Mm -hmm. Um, Understanding, for sure. Um, One of my best friends, she lives in Florida, but she she does not have kids. She's uh, married, but she also is in school, and she also works at like a counseling office. And then I'm on the other side, you know, married for 13 years, Mm -hmm. have almost six kids. We're just very different. But it's she is so understanding of when I call if she calls because we talk on the phone still so she'll call and if it's crazy she's like hey just call me back later like just super super understanding that mm-hmm. my life is very different from hers yeah. and her life is very different from mine so um understanding and humor definitely mm. somebody that's gonna laugh at me and with <laughs> you laugh with me yes and that it's okay if I laugh at them mm-hmm. and especially like in really awkward situations yeah. she especially like my friend Ashley I always think about her because she's just been in some really awkward situations with me and just has been able to laugh at those um so it's just, I love it yeah, you know you said the understanding thing and it, and I like how you explained it with it with your friend in a different life stage and I think I I'm 38 I don't know how old you are but, and you know four kids and I have friends that I've had for a long time that aren't necessarily in my same life stage Per se, right. like I have friends still having babies for the love. Right. Literally, yeah. they're still pushing out babies. And my youngest is eight. Um, right. And so I feel like that has been one of the best things for me with my girlfriends are the ones that are understanding that yes. the friendship doesn't necessarily have to like be less or more. It right. just is a little different sometimes in different seasons. Right. And that's yeah. been a really cool thing for me is to see friends of mine where we're in different seasons and we're understanding of what the other person can and can't do, you know? Yes. Yeah. And that's why I like, I appreciate that so much because I mean, a lot of times it, especially actually not having kids and me having kids, like that's such a huge yeah. uh, deal. And she is just so she's like, she just gets it. Like she's like, Hey, it's okay. Not a big deal. And yeah. we just kind of pick up wherever we need to pick mm-hmm. up and yeah, lots, lots of grace. So. Exactly. And the same is for like us with kids, older kids and my friends that have little kids yes, is the yes, understanding absolutely. of, oh, they can't stay at our house past nine right. because their kids right. have to go to bed or they turn into like nightmares. Yes. Whereas right. our kids are older. We could stay out till 1130 on a weekend and, right. you know, they might be a little cranky the next day, but we'll all yeah, but survive. survive. We're yeah. all going to make absolutely. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that so much. Hey, what's some of the best advice you ever received? Um, okay. My mom kind of always would say a lot of stuff to us. Um, but two of the things I always remember her saying was one, she would always say, just do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like when you are faced with something, just try to do what's right. Um, the other thing she would always tell us is, uh, there's power of life and death in your words. And that's mm-hmm. from the Bible. But that is something that I say to our children mm-hmm. <laughs> and to myself Every single day we talk about, you know, how you can either give life or you can give death. You can build people up or you can tear them down. Um, and I say that all the time to them because I think it's so important. It um, is so important. I mean, once your words are out, they don't come back and people can't unhear them. You can apologize for things, but um, once they're out of your mouth, they're out of your mouth. And um, I... I just started reading the Bible about two years ago. And one of the things I loved, loved, love in the New Testament was 
um, all the talk about like us being salt of the mm-hmm, earth. Mm-hmm. And um, I, w- I didn't really understand that at first. And then I started looking into like what salt actually means. And, you know, it's like they talk about it purifying, it seasons, it cleanses, it preserves um, all these different things. And then I think it's, um, I think it's Colossians, somewhere in Colossians, it says, let your speech always be gracious and seasoned with salt. Mm. And I love, love, love that analogy of your words, purifying your words, cleansing your words, seasoning your words, preserving other people. Mm. Um, so we talk about that a lot in our house. That um, seems like we're having the same conversations over here. Yes. <laughs> we must have kids around the same age. You know, it's so true. I, I tell my kids a lot. I'm like, your words really do matter. We say, I say yeah. that all, like your words matter. Um, Cause we have one kid who will just say like, just the meanest thing um, to yeah. me just to get a reaction almost, you know? Right. And so I right. know he doesn't mean it. Like it's not, yeah. a, it's not me wondering if he means it, but I tell him all the time. I'm like, even though, later you come and apologize you say you're sorry you didn't mean it i I believe you and i forgive you but those words have forever been spoken you know and so it's just like you said i heard someone use the analogy with the toothpaste uh have you heard have you seen this oh no Uh uh-uh so they took a tube of toothpaste and they squirted it all out on the they let their kids squirt it all out on like a napkin or plate or something Mm -hmm. and then they said okay now put it all back in um and the the point of the um you know the the illustration was that it once it's out it can't go back in and so it's kind of like right. how our words are yeah yeah hmm. absolutely good stuff okay hey you are successful you are a successful woman and you have a business <laughs> and you have a family and you are um doing a bunch of amazing things what do you think is one thing that is directly tied to your success um i i kind of think that there are two things but I, I don't feel so successful I, you're not allowed to say uh, that on this show first of all so you can't yeah. say i'm not successful so. okay um but i think attempting things mm. um because for a really long time i would have all these hopes and dreams and things that i really felt like god was putting on my heart to actually do um but then i didn't want to fail privately or publicly um so one year, a couple years ago, I just really felt like God said, you've got to attempt. You mm-hmm. have to, even if you fall flat on your face, Laura, um, your worth and value is not in that failure or success. Your worth and value is in me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started attempting things. And uh, so if I have a, you know, a crazy dream or idea, I just attempt it. And sometimes it doesn't work out. And sometimes it does. So, um, but I'm I love that because I think that's so scary for, I think maybe more women. I don't know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause yeah. nobody wants to like fail and I'm using like quote fingers cause I know you don't really fail, but, um, you, you don't, you don't want to like no. try something and not for it not to work out. Especially in a world where usually these days you're not doing much behind closed doors, if that makes sense. Right. Yes, absolutely. So absolutely. more things are at risk. It feels like, like if I attempt something, and I put it out there on social media and then I fail, then I feel a little bit more vulnerable. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's, I mean, yeah, I just, I, I, it was keeping me from actually like doing, like I would not be, I would not move into any kind of action because I was afraid of that failure. So Mm -hmm. attempting things is a big one for me. Um, and then I hand over everything to Jesus every single morning. Um, because I am a super control freak. I'm kind of OCD, not kind of, I am. <laughs> um, Usually someone uh, that is OCD always puts kind of in front of it. Yes, I'm OCD. I, I like 
things to go a certain way. And I think that I know the way they should go. And honestly, in our, in this adoption process we've been in now, um, one night God just woke me up with the word surrender and I got up out of bed and I started looking into what does that word actually mean? What does the Bible say about that word? And out of it came, um, every single morning I tell God that I hand over everything to him and I name everything out loud. So Mm. my marriage, my husband, um, our house, our money, I name each kid. I name, um, my blog, my social medias, my business. I name everything out loud. Um, and tell him just to take it and let it be his and let it bring him glory however he sees fit. Um, because I just tend to make a mess of things and I have to do it every single day because come the next, that, that night or even like two hours later, right? I was going to say, I'm ready, you know, tight fisting all of those things like they're mine. Yeah. Um, so I really, really work on just handing it all over every single day. Those um, are two great pieces of advice. Try and then give it to Jesus. Yes, absolutely. I love that. Okay, here's my favorite question I always ask people on the happy half hour. What's a pet peeve you have? Um, okay, pet peeve for me is when the dishwasher is not loaded spatially. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I like to maximize my dishwasher. For sure, because of that kind of OCD thing you got going on. Oh, oh, absolutely. (laughs) So my sweet husband, he, Josh, he does, like, he does laundry. He does dishes. He cooks. He does, he gives kids baths, but it never fails. If he loads the dishwasher, I will come behind him and rework it. That's hilarious. Now, do you say so anything or are you just like quietly no, redo no, it? I do not say a thing, but yeah. I will completely rework it. And then like if there were a couple things left in the dishwasher, I mean, in the sink that wouldn't fit, now they'll fit. Oh, you get them uh, in. Yes. And then oh, you feel yeah. successful. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh. That's it's hilarious. So crazy, but Yes, I'm kind of totally weird about that. Hey, I think that's like, that can be a pet peeve for sure. But it's also just like, hey, we're going to make sure we get the best use out of our water, out of our time. Saving us in so many areas. Yes, you are. Well, my pet peeve with dishwashers would probably be when the dishwasher is like someone fully loads it and then doesn't turn it on. Yes, because then you're stuck with no dishes. Exactly. And so then when it's time to load what's in the sink, there's no room and we have to wait. Yep. Yep, exactly. Oh, absolutely. I know. So I just quietly turn it on and think to myself, did no one think (laughs) to turn this on after they loaded it? He will use coffee cups for dinner often. That's hilarious. In a coffee cup or whatever you need. Here's your salad and a coffee cup. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Okay, so crazy life. Last question. What is something that you're just struggling to get done these days? Uh, Oh, struggling to get done. Um, Or struggling with, whatever. Struggling. Okay, I I went with struggling with. Yeah, go Um, with that. Mine would be two things. (laughs) One, eating sweets too much because I try not to eat sweets a lot. What do you love? um, Oh, what do I not love? Okay, okay, everything. You're a sweet tooth. (laughs) Everything, everything, everything. um, And I even like will set myself up for, like I think some people set themselves up for failure. Like if you really, really love something and then you say, okay, I'm going to go 45 days without eating this. Right, exactly. Oh, no, I set myself up for success. I'm like, okay, two days. You can do it. Go two days. That's amazing. Yes, and it's, you know, nine times out of ten, I still don't make two days. That's hilarious. Um, 
I just, I love all things sweet. So do your kids as well? Oh yes. Okay. Yes. But, and, and we do like, it's hilarious because we actually give them like rules, you know, typically <laughs> they, they, they typically they get like sweet stuff on Wednesday nights cause they go to church with uh-huh. um, Josh's parents. So they get dessert at like Wednesday night, classic dinner. Right. And then um, we eat sweets on the weekend, but me, myself, it's like, there's you just no do rule. it whenever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm the mom, you guys. That, I <laughs> say like, that all the time. Eating sweets. I'm like, I'm the mom. When you're the mom or you're the dad, you can do things. Like exactly. I'm 38. I bid my time and I can eat whatever I want. Right. So. Oh my I'm gosh, really that's hilarious. My kids do that. Like if I pick them up from school and there's a Sonic cup in there, they're like, what? Yes. Did you yes. bring they're us like, something? Did you go to Sonic? I'm like, uh-huh. no, I went like two hours ago. I did not bring you anything. <laughs> It's all we would they would ask for Sonic happy hour. Do y'all have happy oh, hour? Too? Of course we do, and they want the slush all the time. Yes. And they would ask for it every single day. So finally I said, Okay, Fridays. Fridays. Oh, that's like, good. Asking me, Fridays is the day. You don't have to ask me. You just mm-hmm. know that come Friday after school we're gonna go get a slush and all that's, is right with the world. So. All is right. And what's funny is the slush stuff. With me, I'm like, we're gonna get the fresh I, I they give them like the four options for the fresh fruit slush. <laughs> <laughs> but I found out a couple weeks ago that when Aaron takes them, like all everything's everything's a go. They all end up with candy in their slush. Like that's what I was gonna say. One summer it was like all slushes all the time with nerds. Oh and yes, and- yes. <laughs> so when they're with me, they ask for those things, and I'm like, absolutely not. Oh, terrible. <laughs> they don't even. I don't. They don't even taste good. So. Oh, but it's so funny. But Dad always yeah, does it. Summer of candy, and we we. I'm like, you guys. That cost us thirty extra cents. Thirty times. Five kids. Hello, it adds up, people. Amount of money. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Well, I have absolutely loved talking to you again. I love everything you and Josh are doing in your world, and I cannot wait to hear um, about the new child you're adding. Do you have a name? Can you share? Is it public? Uh, yeah, we. Ha- um, yes. Um, I don't think I can give you. I don't know if I can tell you his Chinese name or not. Um, we're gonna call him Everett. Oh, I love Everett Louis. Louis. Um, my husband loves a book called The Brothers K, uh-huh. and it's a book about brothers and baseball, and uh. he has brothers, and they love baseball, but the oldest brother's name's Everett, so he has always loved that name, um, and then Louie is his grandfather's name. So I love we it. Do, and, then, and we're going to keep his Chinese name, too, but I don't think, I can, I don't think I can share that yet. So. That's okay. Uh, how old is he? I didn't even ask you that. He is three. He just turned three uh. um, in July. So. Okay. And so yeah. where will he fall in with the kids? He will fall in. Eamon was born in 2012, so he will be right behind Eamon. Okay, and then and in be- in between Eamon and um our our foster daughter. Okay, got so it. So she's she's two, Eamon's four, and he'll be three. Okay, so lovely, lovely. Okay, well, it's been a joy. If you guys did not hear Laura the first time she was on episode number 16, which is forever ago because we just had episode 114, which is crazy. Um, and like I mentioned, next week is a Christmas show. It's a lot of fun. Rachel Hollis and I are going to review all the products that we think you should look at this Christmas. Um, and so, and happy birthday to Deacon. Today's my son's birthday. Yeah. So sweet boy. <laughs> sweetness, sweetness. Um, Laura, thank you so much. Yes. Thank you, Jamie. Everyone, thank you for listening to the happy hour. And I will see you guys next week for the Christmas show. Bye, guys. Bye.